Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Latina Life. Um, we are so excited today. We're going to talk to you about our journeys, how we got into producing, and hopefully we'll have some good takeaways for anyone who is interested in maybe following this path. We're also going to talk about the latest news in the industry, entertainment news, and what we have coming up for some future you know, episodes of Latina Life. So we're going to get to it. Melena, how's it going? How are you? It's going. How are you? I'm going. You know, it's good. You know, I'm excited that we're going to be able to tell our story because I think one of the number one questions that I get a lot is how did you get into the industry? Mm -hmm. How did you become a TV producer? And it doesn't happen overnight. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's important for us to discuss because For those that don't know, you're a TV producer for a night entertainment show that airs in the evening nationally. And I work for daytime TV, which airs every day um, across, you know, the state of California. So I feel like we do two different types of television shows, but um, our journeys were, or the tips that we can give, I, I feel could be helpful for anybody trying to break in or go on that or switch or Mm -hmm, decide mm -hmm. to do, you know, what we do. So I think it's Mm -hmm. important to explain. So um, why don't you start us off, Jen? Yeah, absolutely. So um, gosh, I'm not going to go all the way back, but I do have to say I I was interested in journalism for as long as I can remember. So um, when I looked at colleges, that's what I was looking at, you know, which schools Mm -hmm. could offer that. So, you know, I was lucky enough to get into USC. Um, And through that, I have to stress, like one of the biggest tips that looking back on it now, I didn't realize Mm -hmm. how important the stepping stone was, but it was getting an internship. Mm -hmm. Even you start off unpaid and you get that internship, you're volunteering your services and your time. But that was so important because you got to meet people you got to show them, you know, how skilled you are, but also the enthusiasm that you have, you know, you have to show that you've got ganas, that you want to be Mm -hmm. there and then you want to achieve that. And that's like the first step in the ladder to anybody's journey, I think. So internships are very important. Um, So I did, I got, we got a first paid internship actually at KCBS. I started off in local news Mm-hmm. Um, so I worked the assignment desk, you know, um, I also ran script to the stage for talent and that paid internship then led to my first paying job because, um, as the internship ended, I had a lot of supporters there. They wanted to see me stay on. Um, so this is so crazy. This is a, a another thing too. It's like, if you're operating a position, that maybe you're nervous about taking because you don't think you're going to be able to do it, believe in yourself and still do it. Because the position I was offered to stay on at KCBS was graphics coordinator. Mm -hmm. I basically had to be the liaison between the newsroom and this team of graphic designers for all the different graphics and Mm pop-up, you know, things on the newscasts and how to jump into when I had to like, you know, add something in, in the middle of the news as well. And in fact, that's where I met Caroline, Caroline Bull, oh. you know, her, her friend mm-hmm. um, who you've produced with and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think she's over at CBS now or mm-hmm. something, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, she's amazing. She's such an amazing producer. But can I tell you when I first met her, 
she scared me to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was so, I mean, you have to be, you've got to be serious, especially I think as a woman, you've got to yeah. be serious. And um, it was just like no frills, no fun, yeah. it was, you know, very um, strict. But um, she was definitely one of my supporters because I still remember to this day, like one moment where she's like, all right, go on, do your thing. In the middle, I'm like, okay, you know, and I'm here like finishing up college as 20 something year old, like, you know, person in the middle. And the whole time I'm thinking, oh my God, they're going to think I'm a fraud. I'm going to get fired. You know, what's, why did they give me this job? But um, I ended up, you know, doing it well. I ended up getting along, you know, with, with the guys. I mean, they were all guys. I mean, can you imagine what they're thinking too? Like these grown up men with this 20 year old coming in saying, okay, I'm your like, you know, person, we gotta, you gotta give me your ideas too and run things by. I'm sure they were not happy, but we ended up, listen, I learned a lot from them, you know, as well. And I appreciated that opportunity. And Mm -hmm. sometimes this goes back to, um, to what Claudia Martinez, who we interviewed for, Mm -hmm. you know, said in regards to, you know, maybe your first job's not your dream job, but make it what you need to make it in order to get to where you want to go. Right. I knew I wanted to go to the news desk. And so I I worked it and um, a position opened up on the news desk and I was able to merge over there. So throughout, like, I have to say, um, I, you know, I did was able to freelance before I got my current job over at extra, which is the national entertainment news show, but I was able to freelance, you know, um, at different local news stations as well here in LA, it was KTLA because before, when I was balancing out my paid internship with KCBS, I was also working at KTLA on their news desk too. So, um, like Claudia says, you know, do what you need to do in order to get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So, I knew I wanted to get that full-time job, you know, in news. And so once KCBS offered that to me, then I was able to let go of the other, because I worked at KTLA, looked at, um, I think, KCAL, I worked at KTTV, like every single one, which was great because you gain so much experiences working at different places, mm-hmm. right? Um, at KCBS, uh, I ended up meeting a lot of different people. And my former EP went to extra and, um, he was the one that called me, you know, to go over to extra. And <laughs> this is what I said. He he's like, well, you come in, you know, are you interested in, you know, having an interview? And you know, when I said, I said, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> I said, no. And he's like, what do you mean? No, this is a national show where they were about to kick it off. Right. And I was like, no, you know, it's just, it's entertainment. I'm a news girl. I'm a news junkie. Right. And so I said, no, we said goodbye. He called me back again. And he's like, listen, just come in, just come in and just meet everybody and just see what it's about. So I'm like, okay, I'll go. Thank God I went. I mean, this is like another lesson. It might not be what you want, but don't immediately say no. Sometimes you have to say yes to Mm -hmm. opportunity. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a national show. I was working in a local show. I did the interview long, long, long story short, I, you know, said yes. And then I have been there for 20 something years. And, um, it has been really great because from, I, I was able to, you know, move up from working the assignment desk to segment producer to now senior producer. And so, I mean, everyone's probably hearing all these like different terms, assignment desk and, you know, PA and segment producer and senior producer. What's the difference between all of this? I mean, it's, you know, working on the assignment desk at a news station um, was 
Definitely, I would say hardcore because if you were just the jack of all trades, you know, mm-hmm. there, uh, the heart of the newsroom, um, you know, you're reaching out, you're making calls not only to, you know, people to set up interviews, but also to, you know, certain entities, organizations, authorities to confirm certain things. You know, you're looking for the stories that you're going to put in the news. You're looking for the stories that matter to the community. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I think one of the things that did eventually, you know, get me out of news, made me say yes to extra is the fact that I felt there was more of a trend about reporting more on the negative stories than the positive stories. I want to hear more about the positive stories. That was mm-hmm. the thing. And so after a while, I just did get a little burnt out myself personally in regards to, you know, the shootings and the crashes and the deaths and the car chases. I know that's what people tune in for. I do, but I do know that I know the community wants to hear more positive things about what's happening in the community and the people that are making a difference and, you know, how they can, maybe they need help, you know, how they can get help, you know, on certain things. I, I know that. So it's definitely um, something that I think the newscast try, even now, even today, tried mm-hmm. to balance, you know, hard, but going to extra working the assignment desk was sort of similar because it was entertainment news, right? Cause we're still dealing with news. Now, as we know, everything kind of, um, you know, is intertwined pop culture, mm-hmm. entertainment news, business brand politics. It's politics. all, it's all it's part of pop all culture. layered. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so my job currently right now as a senior producer is, making sure like, you know, we have the interviews with, um, I so specifically for events with, um, the big celebrities, the big talent, the big newsmakers tied to events, be it Super Bowl or Grammys or SAG awards, but I also, it could also be a book party. It could also be a fundraiser. It could also be, um, you know, a charity event or involvement with a charity organization. Um, I do, love to always, you know, spread the word about the Genesee Center, which is a long-standing organization here in Los Angeles for domestic violent survivors. Um, and I have to say the first time I got involved, I'm involved with them professionally and personally as well. But the first time I even heard about them was because Halle Berry was one of their, was their celebrity ambassador. So, um, you know, I cultivated a good relationship and a, and a good friendship with the team over there. So we are able to do some really great interviews, not only with Hallie, but with also, you know, people that have been helped by the organizations, people that are supporting the organizations, the founders. So that's like the little bit, like, that's what I love doing too. You know, it's exciting to do all the Super Bowl stuff, but it's also really exciting and fulfilling to, you know, shine a light on mm-hmm on organizations and people that are really helping and making an impact, you know, on that. So, I mean, so, so that's pretty much, I think in a nutshell, like I hopefully, I mean, I know we can go back and forth and and talk more about the specifics, but uh, that's pretty much, you know, what I, what I do, you know, I work with the talent just like you, you know, do Mm -hmm. um, at your shows and the different producers and our EPs and make sure like, you know, everybody knows like what's happening, you know, what's, what's going on. If we have an interview with like Usher coming up the pipeline for his Vegas residency, or, you know, what's Jennifer Lopez doing for her new JLo beauty, or maybe, you know, some other production, you know, going on. Um, Yeah. So, so. But I would say for you, like one of the takeaways for people to know is another thing that has kept you 
um, going to, because I feel like this is something we both do is we continuously make it a point to meet people and meet new people, because that's where Mm -hmm. you never know where the opportunities for interviews lie in that sense. And, you know, um, growth in regards to maybe growing in a different direction. Right. Right. I feel like for me, I did the internship as well. And I Mm -hmm. did it with a talent agent. Um, So it was more of like dealing with, um, you know, like being a a talent agent. And Mm -hmm. quickly, I knew that that really wasn't for me. And I remember just taking um, an extra course. And I had already graduated. But I remember I was like, I just want to take an extra course and I don't know what I did. I can't remember what the course was, but, um, you know, I'm always talking to people and there was this one woman there and, um, you know, she was very, she was very shy. She really didn't talk to anybody. And I just would talk to her because she was like the smartest one in the room and she always knew the answers. And I was just like, can you help me with this? And I, we became friends Mm -hmm. and she made an announcement and she was just like, Hey, everybody, I work at entertainment tonight and they're looking for PAs. And, you know, if you guys want to, you know, have this opportunity, I'll go ahead and forward you guys' resumes. And I was the only one that did it. Wow. I got the job. Wow. So as a PA, so I just think like people need to find, you know, not ever dismiss anybody. I think you never know who's going to be working where, especially if you're in school or Mm -hmm. especially if you know somebody that knows somebody, I think you need to take that opportunity because you never know where that opportunity is going to lie. And you never know where that opportunity is going to take you. And Mm -hmm. you never know who this person can know. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's like the biggest takeaway for me because she was so liked because she was such a smart worker, yet everyone in the class, like, didn't want to really like give her the time of day, which sort Mm -hmm. of shows just sort Mm -hmm. of how things are like realistically. And I just was like, oh my God, I'm totally going to take her up on this. And it completely changed the course of my life because once I got there as a PA, you know, where I did everything, I stayed there for 10 years and I got to learn so much. And I really got the opportunity to pick, um, which direction I wanted to take my career in, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be at the news desk or whether it be in PR or whether it be working with talent or going out in the field. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's very important because um, you never know who is going to be where and who's going to know who. And I've seen that happen over and over again. Mm-hmm. And being at ET for all that time really gave me the, the path to grow and to learn and be a producer, a segment producer. And then from there, I sort of was able to jump ship and, and go into talk shows. Right. And I did mm-hmm. the talk show thing. And then from people that I had known from ET, I was able to go, you know, to home and family and do that show. So it was just one thing after the next, like these doors just sort of start opening. Mm -hmm. But I think what I want people to know is just like, you never, 
you should never dismiss anybody. You should always, you know, meet people, not be afraid, new friends in a new setting, whether it be in school or in the workplace. Um, I think just, you know, getting to know people can help and can be so valuable and, and sometimes in the direction of where your career is headed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because then mm-hmm. after that, like we met, right? Mm-hmm. Over at yeah. NBC and um, mutual friend in common, Caroline was there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was fantastic. But had we not taken those, never, I don't know if our paths would ever cross. Exactly. Kind of exactly. And that's why it's just about like, and I mean, I was approaching you like, hey, you know, like, oh, yeah. what's going on? And, mm-hmm. and I just think that that's so important because it's just, you just never know. And now you're one of my dear friends and we're doing a podcast together. So I just think that a lot of people always ask like, how, and how does it happen? And, and what do you do? And, and those are really like the things I think that, you know, um, can really change the course of, of once you're in there and you never know what, who, who we might meet, where we might go, to another place because we've been very fortunate to be able to go from different shows and get different jobs, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. um, I hope that that helps. But I just think it's important for people to really know that it's these little things that can be so impactful. And I think the other thing too is I want to um, give you props on a lot of things. We met, you know, at NBC, but that tip about being kind and being open and talking to people, you were the first person to approach me. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, obviously we knew our, our the EP, but um, outside of like, like, hi, this is Jen and she's going to yeah. help us like the offline conversation. You're the first person to approach me very kind, very open, as a very relaxed demeanor. And um, you, sometimes it's hard to do that, especially when you're working and when you're to have that sometimes there can be competitiveness like yes you know, people do get nervous people do get territorial and mm-hmm. I'm always been about the team like it's about the show and it's about the team mm-hmm. and so when you approached me and we started talking and then we realized how many mutual friends we had in mm-hmm. common it was just such a natural fit and vibe to like be mm-hmm. with you and that's how you are with everybody like you have what is so great about Melena, I got to just talk her up here, is the fact that you have conversations with people, be it like it's the camera person, be it it's the EP, be it it's the talent, where you can play, not play, but you present both sides of the conversations. You present mm-hmm. different perspectives and different opinions. And it's just not yes and go along with it. It's not no, and I'm going to be upset and seething because you didn't take my idea, right? right. <laughs> come at you next time when you pitch something and say, no, that sucks. Um, no, it's just, let's think about this. And I, and let's think about maybe how we can make it different. Let's think about if this is going to be like the best way. And I think that is also what makes not only builds up your reputation as a person, but what also makes such strong, valuable connections. So you're authentic. Mm-hmm you know, that's who yes. you are. So I, that's you. definitely a takeaway is be authentic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be hard. Mm-hmm. And I always, you know, I, you impress me sometimes with, with just the fact that you are fearless in some of the questions that you ask, where some people might be nervous and they want to say anything, mm-hmm. you know, but you ask it in such a way, I feel that 
And you maybe should give a class on that. You know, one feels threatened by the questions. I mean, I don't, and I never did. And I felt like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a good question to ask. It is great to have someone and be that person to start that conversation, start up a conversation, mm-hmm. continue the conversation, you know? Yeah, I appreciate that. Job. I feel like you're the same way. I do think that you have to be authentic. You absolutely do. I think um, it's delivery is very important um, when you're in a position where you're trying to make two sides happy, you know, because in our world, we deal with that. We deal with talent who mm-hmm. actually has to say something. And then mm-hmm. we deal with the bigger producers who want a story to be delivered in a certain way. So it's like, how can we merge the two? And I think that, you know, having good communication skills mm-hmm. is something that can be learned. And, um, but I think that it, it, you know, you have to just make people feel comfortable and not be forceful or, you know, cause what is that saying that they say you get more honey? Oh, or- you attract more was it bees with honey than with yeah them? or yeah ex- you know what I mean opposed to just being rough and a lot of people in this industry it it can be tough you know, it can be kid. very tough <laughs> like be honey not fair. yeah honey. be honey and so you gotta just know um and I think that that's something because about you and and I because we have been able to maneuver certain mm-hmm. situations um, and, and find solutions for both parties to, to work well. So, um, I feel the same way about you. So, you know, it's, it's, you just got to be yourself. Absolutely. You have to be yourself. That's number one. You shouldn't be anybody else Mm -hmm. and you should really love what you do. And I think why we love it is because we continue to meet so many different people and hopefully, Mm -hmm on Latina life, we are doing that, you know? So, and that should take us into our next transition of what's happening with um, just the industry right now. Right, right. So I know we had the um, Emmy nominations. Mm -hmm. My gosh, that was uh, just last week. Um, And um, there was some really great nominees there. I did see that there was a lot lot more Asian representation, which is fantastic. I do know I'm slightly disappointed, though, in regards to, you know, our Latina and Latino representation. Um, mm-hmm. nominees. We do have Oscar Isaac, which is great. Um, there he got nominated for, you know, his main role and, um, you know, from his project. But the one glaring omission I saw was Selena. I don't know what you thought about that. Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. Selena Gomez not being nominated for um only murders in the building which i absolutely love love that show um but yet steve martin and martin short received nominations in their mm-hmm. category which um i found surprising i mean what did you think about that i mean i think it goes further into who's really voting who are mm-hmm. the voters you know what does that look like i think that that and honestly there's so many shows out there are they really watching the show, you know, is, or are people just voting for what they're hearing? Like it's so much bigger than that. And these award shows, they're sort of disappearing and Mm -hmm. people are sort of not caring Mm -hmm. in the sense where 
um, you know, like look at the Golden Globes, it's there, but now it's online. Like all of these right. awards are sort of changing because is it really fair? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a thing. So I'm not really sure. I mean, I think we need to get somebody to come on and maybe talk about how this even works. Yeah, absolutely. I have to say, so I am part of the TV Academy, mm-hmm. just being authentic and um, being open out there. And of course, I I voted as well. I mean, I'll tell you that obviously, yes, I voted for Selena because mm-hmm. huge fan and um, number one support. I still remember the day, the first time we set up an interview with her when she was on the set of um, Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah. Disney show. And she was just amazing and wonderful and authentic. And at first everyone's like, who's this girl? Who's this Selena? You know, I mean, cause it's like, you know, a young girl and everything. Um, and I'm like, she's going to be big. She's going to be big. And look, she, she was just so talented. You know, it does bring up some questions. Um, is it, you know, and I've talked to some other people who also are participating, you know, with the voting process, you know, is it something where are the Academy voters diverse enough? Is that one thing, you know, is it that there was just too much of strong contenders this time around, you know, that that's possible? Um, Or does it open up, you know, the fact that, you know, Martin Short and Steve Martin, you know, received the nominations, but, you know, she didn't, is it an, like, you know, uh, subconscious or unconscious, you know, sexism or ageism? Will anyone see past the fact that she was on Wizards of Waverly Place and she is really talented? Will anyone see past the fact of anything that maybe has happened in her personal life Mm -hmm. and see the skills and the talent that she brings? Like, it happened with Zendaya. Zendaya was able to do it. She's doing amazing, you know, not to say Selena isn't. Selena is. Of course, as her fan, I want to make sure she gets, you know, the accolades mm-hmm. that I feel that she deserves. And I think the Latina community and Latino community feels that she deserves too, especially because she was one of the few Latina names out yeah. there in contention. I mean, that, that's my thought. You know, those are my thoughts on that. Yeah. I just, I think um, it is unfortunate that there's just like one maybe two yeah it's very odd to see three mm-hmm. and hopefully that'll change mm-hmm. um again I think it's gonna have to be with supporting the community and continuing to have these conversations on a bigger platform mm-hmm. because it can't just be the usual suspects which usually it is and uh we need to we definitely need to see more so I think that that's also um, important, but we'll see. We'll have to see how it turns out. Yeah. And that's what we're going to be showcasing mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot more yeah. people that people tend not to see, you know, on yeah. they're out there, you know, putting in the work and mm-hmm. um, being part of the process and hoping, you know, to make an impact themselves. So, mm-hmm. um, well, what's been pretty impactful too, is the fact that um, we've already kicked off major league baseball, all-star yep. week and weekend. Uh, we were actually Latina life was actually at this wonderful event a few days ago, wise LA women in sports and events. A bunch of Latinas were there. It was just a really amazing, inspiring, affirming, wonderful kumbaya event for all Latinas in sports and events. And uh, it was hosted at Dodger Stadium, which Melina, you know, it's just a 
a slice of heaven right here mm-hmm. on earth. So um, we love that. And the some of the top names there or someone like the big names who were able to share their stories. It was um, the VP of external affairs at the Dodgers, Naomi Rodriguez. Uh, also, Alana Rizzo, who's a major league baseball reporter. I mean, it's just, so it was moderated by um, Lolita Lopez, who I believe, you know, over mm-hmm. at NBC, and she was amazing. Everyone sharing their experiences of, you know, being in sports, especially not only as a female, but as a Latina and, you know, what they did to get to where they're at. Um, a lot of the takeaways, you know, being authentic, saying yes to the opportunities that come your way, um, not doubting yourself. I mean, I think we really walked away with um, some amazing stories and just validation too. being there, being part of like the community. So uh, I know we're happy to say that we will be having those ladies on the show, mm-hmm. on the podcast coming up. And I think it's going to be definitely interesting. I mean, don't you feel like, you know, seeing a Latina in sports, the journey that they have made has been pretty inspirational. Absolutely. And I think it's going to be fun to listen to their story. And um, they always have great takeaways. So I think that it's, it will be good for the next Latina life podcast. Um, so people have to listen, like on Instagram, Latina life with Jenna Milena. So make sure to like it, make sure to give us a, a like on this podcast and, you know, follow us on Apple, um, iHeart, Instagram. So guys, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully this was some takeaway. You guys know what's coming up. And we definitely have more fun people lined up, but um, we'll be on the next one. So thanks, guys. Absolutely. 100%. And besos a todas las Latinas out there. We love you. Look forward to, you know, hearing any comments or questions you have on our Instagram page, Latina Life Podcast. Please be sure to go there and, um, you know, share, you know, what you think and what you want to hear, you know, and who you want to see. Talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye, you guys.